Welcome back to SFL and Godfidence. This is going to be a dual one. Write this in your notes. Toxic people will exhaust you. You know, I heard this funny thing. It said, it said, a toxic person leaving your life is kind of like someone taking the trash out and never coming back in again. But really, why is it that we have to eventually filter out toxic people from our lives? Here's why. Because when a toxic person can no longer control you, then a toxic person is going to control other people's way of seeing you. Did you get that? I don't think you caught that one. See, toxic people, first of all, try to control you. And they, and they do a good job with a lot of people, right? But if a, if a toxic person cannot control you, then they're going to try to control the people around you and get them to think badly about you. And that's why if you don't get rid of them in your life, you're going to have challenges for the rest of your life. Because not only are they going to try to ruin your life, they're going to convince other people around you to start turning against you. Now, you can say it's negativity. You can say it's an evil spirit. I don't care. That's why I'm putting this on both Godfidence and I'm putting it on SFL because it's a great lesson for the business side, but it's a tremendously great lesson for the spiritual side of us is that you got to realize that some people are sent in your life to come in as a friend and then to get close to you and then rip your heart out. I call that a demonic spirit. You call it whatever you want. Don't you got people like that that come to the office every day, but they never write up any sales and they never bring anybody new to the office, and yet they're toxic. They turn everybody against you, right? See, you got to get out of changing business. I got out of the changing business in year seven because in the beginning, I thought I'm going to change people. I, I, I loved it. I said, you know what? This is what's wrong with Mary. This is what's wrong with Joe. This is what's wrong with Harry. This is what's wrong with Stephanie. And I tried to change them. And as I tried to change them, they weren't changing, but I was changing because I was becoming very frustrated. See, it's exhausting trying to change people. Those of you who are married, raise your hand right now. I can see you. If you've been married more than five years, you know you cannot change your spouse. And trying to change your spouse only brings you exhaustion. I've been married 44 years to the love of my life. I cannot change Tina. I don't want to change Tina. But Tina can't change me. Because we both got our mind made up that we're right. And so, you know what? We both know that about each other. So when we do get into a little bit of the trying to change, we laugh and say it doesn't really matter because we both believe we're right and we really don't want to ruin each other's confidence. So we're just going to let it go. You cannot change your children. This is why teenagers don't even want to go to church with their parents. And you cannot try to change your teammates because you will one day create an enemy. See, when you're in the people-changing business and you think you're doing someone a great favor by changing them, well, who in the heck made you God of the earth? 
Don't you think you got problems? Now think about five years ago when you were trying to change your children. You were a mess. Admit it to yourself. I was a mess. You see, it's insane for us to think we're going to change people because we are so dysfunctional ourselves. Can you admit that to yourself? This is why you guys love me. Because I'm very successful in business. I have a very good marriage, a happy family life. I got lots of friends, right? But man, I admit I'm dysfunctional. And because I admit I'm dysfunctional, you guys like listening to me because I'm real. Well, you know what? You got to admit to yourself you're dysfunctional. So why are you trying to change people? That's a name for insanity, isn't it? But how many parents do we see trying to change their children? Oh, yeah. And they're dysfunctional, so they're passing their dysfunction on. So if a woman has fear, then when her son gets a motorcycle, she pushes the fear on the kid, and the kid either gets in a motorcycle accident or disconnects from his mother. And then you got a father that went broke trusting someone, so they tell their kids, don't trust anybody because they're going to steal your money. And then you got someone that prayed that their brother would not die, and then they died. So then they tell their kids, don't have faith because God won't answer your prayer. See, everybody's dysfunctional, and we keep passing our dysfunctions onto our children and our teammates because we want to try to change people. But who made us the God of the universe that we should try to change anybody? I've never tried to change cash, and he makes seven-figure income. I've never tried to change Juan Jaime. I've never tried to change Jamie or John Shin or Rob Day or Jeff Levitan or Eric Olson. Why? I got no right to try to change them, but what I do is I use the Pygmalion principle with them, which means that I only think of them turning out perfectly. Then I only speak to them turning out perfectly, and they like to hang around with me because most of the people in their life are trying to change them, and we don't like people that are trying to change us because they're basically saying, I don't like you the way you are right now. What's unconditional about trying to change somebody? But guess what? My mentor, Art Williams, never tried to change me. And that's why I changed because he just spoke greatness into me. Every time I was around him, he spoke greatness into me. And he wanted me to become great. But if he would have tried to change me, then I would have got very upset with him and I wouldn't have liked him. And I probably would have quit because I would have said, why should I let my upline leader make all this money off me? Oh, if I hit a hierarchy right now, I didn't mean to miss that hierarchy. I'm talking to every hierarchy right now. The secret to life is the Pygmalion principle. And the Pygmalion principle says, if you treat your son like he's going to prison, he's going to prison. If you treat your son like a king, he will one day be a king. If you treat your daughter like she's going to flunk out of school, she's going to flunk out of school. And if you treat her like a princess, she will walk around like royalty her whole life. Do you see now why I said that toxic people will eventually exhaust you? And you're not going to look this good at 68 like I do. And you're not going to feel this good as I do at age 68 like I do. And you're not going to have all these incredible emotions that I got. Don't I have powerful emotions when you listen to my podcast? Aren't they like 
powerful? Doesn't my energy sometimes come right through the phone and right into your heart? Why? Because I've disconnected from all the toxic people in my life. I've got out of the people changing business. So I don't have an agenda when I go to an office. I don't try to change anybody. But guess what? Because of the fact they can tell I love them and because of the fact they can tell I believe in them, a lot of people on our team have made the changes that they have to make. Now, why do you think that my daughter and I are going to use Elite Training Library? Why would I not leverage over 200 videos on there? That's what I'm going to do. You don't have to do it. But if I was you, I'd give them coupons out to everybody on my team. Sign up at EliteTrainingLibrary.com with coupon code KAPP to get 14 days for free.